This episode of Meet the Brave is sponsored by producer Soundtrack at the Av Records and ODS One Day Soon. Soundtrack is releasing his debut beat tape, How It Sound, brought to you by the good people of at the Av Records in One Day Soon. Soundtrack has been killing it on his IG, making beats live. He and his partner Zenon have also been doing shows and they'll be coming to you soon. So make sure you get to the Instagram page to find out more. Soundtrack, S-N-D-T-R-A-K. That's S-N-D-T-R-A-K. And make sure you go to attheavrecords.com and purchase your copy of How It Sound being released on cassette. And you can also pick it up digitally. That's Soundtrack, and he's releasing his debut How It Sound on At The Av Records, brought to you by ODS one day soon. For now, let's get into the show. jump in we're back fuck i missed y'all like y'all don't even know there's a lot to cover i don't want to give you a long ass monologue because i'm excited about this episode today's guest soundtrack from ods one day soon and releasing his debut how it sound on at the av records um i've had the pleasure of getting to know this gentleman i'm a big fan i was actually a fan first prior to knowing him but in getting to know know him Found out we have a lot of mutual friends, and it's been incredible, man. He and his homie Zenon are easily the dopest producers around. I've had the pleasure of getting closer and building a relationship with DJ Flo. DJ Flo found these guys and the three of them together. It's like an unstoppable fucking force, man. So, um, uh, soundtrack and Zenon, part of ODS, that includes GQ. From the town that's out there rocking with Jamla, with Rap and Knife Wonder. Also, our homie Kells, who's out in North Carolina rocking right now. Kells, man, what up? Um, and they got a whole crew, so I don't want to. I don't want to shortchange ODS. I just so happen to actually know Q Kells, Track Z, and I know they got a bunch of other people. Um, and and Track goes into that on the episode, but that's my guest for today. But I missed y'all, man. Meet the Brave, we took a hiatus, been doing a lot of shit. I think the last I talked to y'all was right before I was going to my family reunion in Little Rock, Arkansas. (laughs) And the funny thing about it is I made a whole bunch of jokes about going and all this this little spoiled California shit that I was like, oh, I don't want to go, da-da-da-da. And what ended up happening happening in in fucking like like poetic justice... The cousins, my sisters, and all of I, we made a pact to go together. And in perfect fashion of how our family has always been set up, I end up the only one there. And I was pissed. But then as the trip progressed, I was like, yo, this is fucking dope. Um, we, My grandmother is from Arkansas, but she's from a small town, Magnolia. And it's about two hours from Little Rock. So we drove in. We, we rented a car and we drove two hours to go see our family and but and on the ride in grams was just like going down memory lane and showing me all this shit and it's something about getting in tune with your roots and like understanding where you come from and having that connection and then it just made me think like i don't know shit about the rest of my grandparents um and i know a lot of people are in that same boat so if you have the privilege and like the luxury of having access to your grandparents or anybody with your family history that can tell you some shit about yourself, please sit down and just pick their brain for a little bit because it'll it'll um it'll solidify a lot. My grandmother's sister is a drummer and a singer, and she was like the she was like Anderson Pack in her heyday in the church playing and singing drums at the same time, and I thought that was so fucking dope. Um, but it highlighted the musical element, and apparently. Um, some of my other relatives are super into music, but it just, you know, and, and just creativity as a whole, you know, and it, and it, it just, it helps solidify some things that you may feel indifferent or have be curious about in, in yourself, you know, understanding where you come from will ultimately help you learn a lot about yourself. So, uh, I'm just grateful for that. 
Oh, what else did we do? I don't think I talked to y'all since we did the show with Black Milk. That shit was crazy. Um, sold out brick and mortar. It was, a, it was an amazing night, man. Packed out. I want to thank everyone that made it to that. That was a really special night. Shout out to the, my bandmates, uh, Keith, Mark, Mike Reed, Flo. Um, that was, it was a real special night, man. We, um, we, we burned it down. We had fun. And then Black Milk and then that Turner crew. Golly. If you've never been to a Black Milk show, if you've never heard the Nat Turner band, um, please, please make that a, a thing you do. Um, and a lot of people say that shit, but the element of live shows and showmanship and, and just and just being able to rock and having a phenomenal band like that, dog, is it's not easy to do one. Um, and they clearly give a fuck about it because they put on an incredible show. So that was damn, damn. What else? What else is there, man? The trip, Little Rock, the show. Um, new music on the way. How we feel about that? Um, thank you to everyone that made it out to our private listening this past Friday. I want to send a special thank you to exclusive over there at Isolation Studios. That that was fucking incredible, man. Like setting that scene. My boy Ethan flew in. He and his wife flew in, and we got to share the new album with the select few people. Um, I want to apologize to those who weren't invited. We had limited space and it wasn't, we didn't post it, we didn't blast it, so it wasn't this cast a big net and have people show up. It was like, yo, people that have been consistently fucking with us that we wanted in the room and we were able to do that, man. It was, it was, it was incredible to share that night with the people that we wanted in the room. We had, we like make a, made a wish list of people and for the most part, everyone came. Few uh, writers weren't able to show but going to follow up and get them that. But the, you know, the feedback and the conversations were so, um, validation is, is weird, especially in expression and creativity, but I have to acknowledge it for me because it is a thing and it's my coming out party as a producer. And you spend so much time, you know, in the headphones and isolate it, just making shit that you think is dope and you don't have anything to compare it to because it's quirky as fuck. You know, it's unique to to my beat, you know, and to share that and have that moment with people that I fully trust their palate, you know, their taste was, was special. So I want to thank everyone that made it out. Um and my my create my collaborative partners that I created that with uh both Ethan Mitchell and Greg Williams, man. Thank y'all. Uh Quitty Welcome Home is on that record. Kate Lamont, of course, is on that record. My dog Kells, who I talked about, is on that record. My boy Kevin Allen is on that fucking record. Um, DJ Flo is on that record. Um, who am I missing? Uh, Jonathan Hadel is on that record from Portland. Am I missing anyone? Oh, fucking Red Ray. Well, I didn't give a shout out to Red Ray at the show, at, at the listening party. That's crazy. Red Ray. I'll tap in, man. You that dude's voice is is so inspirational. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anyone. I might be missing someone, and it's gonna come back to fucking haunt me. But I just want to say thank you. Um, last night, you're getting this on Monday, the sixteenth. So Saturday, the fourteenth, uh, we got to celebrate my cousin and her husband's wedding, and it was the most beautiful shit. You for the listeners. Uh, Todd Davis was on a few episodes, and as you guys heard in the episode, he is married to my cousin, and they're actually on their third year anniversary, um, had a wedding for, I mean, for themselves, but to bring the families together and really celebrate their love with their families was was, was dope, man. We did that. Um, shit. I know I'm missing stuff. Uh, work is... Work has been amazing. Uh, I think we talked about it before, the mantra of getting more uh, creative work. So I've been doing a lot of voiceovers. Uh, check my IG page. Shout out to the homie Jotham for dropping uh, the, the the animation for Ice Cream Day, for National Ice Cream Day, which is today, uh, the Sunday the 15th. Um, well, ye- well, yesterday when you get this. Y'all know what I mean. Stop judging me. Um he dropped that the animation and it was so dope. Like it was such a cool experience and it's nice to be able to start sharing this shit. Cause I do a lot of inner branding video shit that I'm not 
able to share with you all. So it was nice to be able to share that one because I had a blast doing it. Um, I actually did the music for that as well. Um, I I know I'm missing shit, y'all, but I, the most important thing is that the music is on the way. Uh, and what was happening in the hiatus is I was working on another show. And happy to tell y'all that Meet the Brave will have a second installment every Thursday in conjunction with your Monday interview-based shows. I'll have an addition with my two favorite crazy-ass cousins, LG and Poe. Uh, those who know me know them, and some of you, most of you will, but those that don't will get to know them. They're hilarious. Um, and we just sit down and rap about everything. And it's beautiful because even in real life, our conversations go everywhere in a span of seconds. And the pilot episode that we recorded is bananas. Um, I was thinking about putting an insert here and like a, to, to preview it, but I'm just going to drop it Thursday and tune in. It'll just be another installment of Meet the Brave, and I'll do that every week. So you guys are going to be getting two shows every week. You'll get an interview on Monday, and you'll get the Triangle Offense Poe, LG, Monty, talking fucking crazy and it's a it's another element of me too which is like i don't know just prepare yourself uh i think that's all our housekeeping shit i missed y'all i missed y'all i missed y'all and i'm just glad to be back this monologue was like long time coming so i'm not even gonna edit it i'm just gonna throw that out and you guys can filter through all the excitement and all the shit a lot more work coming again thank you to everybody that came out to the listening party at the av records we're just fucking proud to bring you one of the bright spots of the future, and that is the homie soundtrack of ODS. And this is my conversation with Track. You have you listened to any of them? What's that? To the episodes? No, I haven't got a chance. No, it's um, it's standard. It's interview based mm-hmm. and like journey, and we'll try to capture it all up to to present day. Okay. Um, talk about inspirations and influences and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's um, it's long. It's all long form. Um, all my favorites are are long form and shit. So right. that's what I try to do. Are you'll, you? You got a good level over there. Do I have need, a good level? Yeah, you got it. You you need anything? Oh no, I'm good. I'm, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've been man. I've been bookmarking them. Like, <laughs> I, I'll bookmark shit on. I see on Instagram, and, and I mean mean to get back to it. And it's just like, so much. It's bro. just too much yeah. stuff, bro. Z's Z's back, so we can start. Um, you coffee? My- <laughs> okay. We got uh, my guest today. Soundtrack. Um, Remember one uh, ODS one day soon soundtrack and Zenin y'all y'all might y'all might have seen them and we've been promoing them on the on the show for the last few weeks too and getting ready to release this project uh, how it sound it'll probably be out by the time y'all get this um, what's up man what's up man chilling Th- thanks no. thanks for thanks for making the mob out yes yes that, another, uh, another day in the life <laughs> what's um. Let's let's go back to the beginning because um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm you know we're getting familiar. I don't I don't want to pretend to know too much of anything really. Mm-hmm. Um, where uh, where where do your parents originate from? Uh, my parents are both from Louisiana. Wow, what part? Uh, my pops is from Lake Charles, and what? so is my mom. Mom's from Lake Charles, yeah. <laughs> both of them from the general area. Wow. Um, when did they leave Lake Charles? Um, they have to be I think high school. Okay. Or a little bit before high school. Um, it's funny because I think both of their families just decided to come and move to the Bay. My dad's not in, not not intentionally together. No, oh, no, wow. no, not okay. intentionally together. Um, so my father's side moved to the city. He's mm-hmm. from Daly City. Um, he moved to Daly City, and then my mom, and then moved to Oakland. Wow. So so they met. Um, we have uh, this. Uh, we call it Zotico. Mm, it's Zotico our, it's music, our music, right? Right. Yes, so um, they met at a Zotico dance uh, in the Bay. In the Bay. <laughs> It was like a church church dance in the church hall that my mom went to. So, yeah, my dad met my mom's. This is this is hilarious too because 
my girl's family. They're all from Lake Charles, and her Word. cousin is one of the more famous. I go. Uh, he plays the. Uh, what's that shit called? Accordion. The accordion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when you said it, I was like, Oh man, oh. she probably knows. I have some. Uh, one of my cousins is a not very notable um, Zydeco player. Her name is Queen Ida. Queen Ida. We gotta. Mm-hmm. You gotta. Y'all gotta rap to see if there's she, any yeah, any connection. We, yeah, we we should talk more than more than likely. Yeah, <laughs> more than likely. Yeah, Queen Queen Ida, man, look her up. Uh, she's she's a notable um, Bay Area uh, musician, Zydeco player. Um, yeah, she used to. I think she got her start. She was doing um, these college. This your cousin, right? Yeah. So okay. My cousin on my dad's side. Okay. Um, she's a Guillory. Um, we might have to stop their Guilleries. Swear, I swear. See, see what I'm saying? My dad's side is Gillery, his mom, and his dad was my grandfather uh, was Broussard, so that's how I got the name Broussard. But this is nuts. Yeah, wow. I'm I'm telling you. So she got her start um, with college, doing college stuff. Um, I guess they were. She found out that they were giving out grants, Mm -hmm. like ten thousand dollars to perform. So she was like snatching all that up. (laughs) So she was doing, you know, the circuit. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and she got really popular doing that. Wow. And and that's a lot of people's introduction to um to Zotico through through her. Damn. Did yeah. uh did you do you did you spend a lot of time back in Lake Charles going back and forth to the south growing up? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um I would go. Uh, we would go like during the summer and stuff. Mm-hmm. We would stay out in the in the country, man. Like yeah, in, in for the sure, swamp. for real, for real. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, they're from a town called uh, Swallow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I think I'm pronouncing it right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my um, some some of my towns, uh, my cities yeah. don't really click. Yeah, like yeah. they don't like. I, I know one city is Appaloosas. Appaloosas. Yeah, okay. it's, it's one city um that some of my family is from. Um, but yeah, we used to hang out in the country. Me and my sister, mm-hmm. my older sister. How um, many siblings? Just you and you uh, and your sister. It's, it's I have two two oh, sisters. Okay. So a younger sister and my older sister. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is before my younger sister was born. We gotcha. used to go out there for the summer. Um, go kick it with the fam. Yeah. Um, I used to just always stay in the house and play <laughs> video games, <laughs> but I used to go outside and play. But I mean, it was nothing to do, you know. I yeah. mean, that, that's like up my pops' alley. He likes he would tell me stories about going to like play with snakes and stuff in the creek. <laughs> they country for real. Bro. He's like super country. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm city city boy. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, but I I know one thing that I do miss is um we used to they used to make this pecan candy mm-hmm. from scratch. Man, that's probably the best <laughs> shit in the world. I still miss that. Remember that to this day. What, man, so your your pop that your pops family moved to Daly City, and then your mm-hmm. mom to the town. Um, what do how many how much of their story in terms of coming up did they share with you? At, from the from the move at least when they when they when they eventually came out west, do you remember much of it? Have they shared much of it with you? I guess yeah. Right I question. mean, well, I think uh, my mom's story. My mom's story is quite interesting. Uh-huh. So basically, my grandfather was cheating on my grandmother mm-hmm. back in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a, he plays out of coach. Exactly. He, he plays accordion. He was doing yeah. musician. Yeah. He was doing gigs around town. Yeah. So she called him one day, mm-hmm. I think after a show or after a gig mm-hmm. and they packed up. She was like, man, I'm moving. Took off. Took off, man. Wow. And, and he trailed along and followed her <laughs> all the way to California. <laughs> trying to get his lady <laughs> trying, back. Yeah. Trying to get his lady back, man. <laughs> Uh, so that was one of the stories I remember mm-hmm. uh, with my pops. I'm not sure why they moved out to the city. I think a lot of um, his just family, that great migration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just everybody was just coming on to the West Coast. They yeah. wanted that that life. That life absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that um, it's it's crazy because how how many of us share a similar uh, trajectory in that regard. Uh, my my dad's side of the family is from Louisiana too, mm-hmm. and they all went from Louisiana straight to the city as well. Wow. Um, and then my mom's side of the family, who I just met this past weekend, uh, we went to a family reunion in Arkansas. But they, like, you talk about the country, I think it's like 300 people in the town that they're from, like, still to this day. And so we in the back rows, I'm like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> but it was um, it was so refreshing and, like, a real dope confirmation because my aunt, my grandma's sister, was like the the original Anderson Pack. there's pictures of her in church playing the drums and singing. And I was like, this shit is dope, you know, but uh, we had a real connection. Cause my grandma was just like, this is where you get it from. Like just showing me. And we went past the church and like all this really cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always find it fascinating when you meet, um, our, at least people from our generation from the Bay area and their ties to the South and like right. how, 
consistent that is, you right, know. Right. Um, that's just dope. So your 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 parents are here. They meet here, even though they're both from Lake Charles, which mm-hmm. is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, your older sister, how, what's the age difference between you two? Um, she is a year and a half older okay. than me. Okay. Yeah. So y'all were t- y'all were tight then. Yeah, we were pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, we were like two peas in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> I used to follow her around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, where did they, Where did you guys grow up at? Did y'all grow up in the city or in, uh, in the no? Town? We grew up in in Oakland. Okay. Yeah, okay. my folks. Um, they moved out to Oakland. I think they had an apartment over on, I want to say MacArthur. Okay. Like over towards like Durant. Got it. Stuff oh yeah. Like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So in that area, then they ended up getting a house in the east, um, in the hills, kind of in the hills, right off of Mac. Okay. You know, I stay. I stay kind of like by Eastmont. Bet. Yeah. So they. 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 I grew up in Oakland, yeah. pretty much. So my grandma stayed in the flats in the '80s. Mm-hmm. So I used to back and forth grandma's house to his house. Um, my grandfather on my dad's side, he stayed in the city though, so Got that it. we could we would go to the city too. But we didn't really like the city. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> what uh What was your earliest uh, introduction to music? Do you remember? Uh, my earliest introduction to music, uh, man, it had to be. I mean, aside from me just um you know liking the liking music i really just enjoyed it um probably my grandfather i mean he would always play his accordion on, oh, wow. outside on the porch okay i even had a little baby accordion <laughs> like i would go try to play with him but i never really like picked it up i mean i was always into doing other things yeah. i couldn't like sit still yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so but i, I just always around music my dad especially okay my now we get into it my dad yeah um his his collection of of music of soul and funk, mm-hmm. um, man. I just grew up listening to that stuff. Uh, East Earth, Wind and Fire, Commodores, records or CDs. Heat Wave. Yeah. Um, I think he was on the CD tip. Okay, I think, but he was a DJ Got beforehand, it. so he did have some records that okay. I actually he actually gave me like my first stack of records um, that I actually still have. But yeah, he just introduced me to all this old music, so I kind of grew up listening through him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always just jamming. Mm-hmm. You know, bump, bump and cameo. <laughs> you know, all that, all that funk, that late seventies, yeah. early eighties funk. Uh, so that was kind of like my introduction. To oh, my pops. man! And yeah. then, and then how? I mean, because that make that makes sense um, when you talk about just sensibilities from a from a from a fan's perspective, like listening to how much ground you cover sonically in mm-hmm. your production. Mm-hmm. Um, do you? Is that is that something you're aware of, or that is that you're conscious of when you're making music, or is that the furthest thing from your mind? Um, man, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, when I when I go into it, um, I don't really have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Like I I just always come in like just fresh, kind of like with this bare bones mentality, yeah. kind of scatterbrain, if you will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just kind of like just do what I feel for the day. If it's mm-hmm. something that I hear that intrigues me. And then I, I take it and grab it and play with it and run with it. But I, you know, at the same time, I, it, I, I also try to be refreshing. Absolutely. Uh, with what I do, so that plays a part, in, um, a part into it too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I just sometimes I just need change. I, I, I hate being stagnant. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I need, I need some variety in my life. Yeah. You know, from time to time. So, I might just, you know, one week I might sound like this next week i might sound <laughs> like that you know it just depends on how i'm feeling absolutely yeah so. um and i mean before we even get to that though mm-hmm. was there any inclination that music would be it for you as early as elementary school middle school high school how early do you remember it like being a thing for you um i mean it it was it was a thing but uh it was very natural it was very organic uh-huh. i mean I would always uh, make like mix CDs and stuff at the house <laughs> for my homies and people at school, or just mix CDs for my own collection. Absolutely. Like I was always downloading the latest stuff. Mm. Um, what I was think, it? Uh, Bear Share, Kazaa. What were you uh, using? Man, it was the Napster. Napster. Yeah, Damn, you were early yeah, on. I was it, early. Man. You don't. You don't know. You don't meet too many people that actually were fucking with Napster. Man, dog. A lot listen, of people were second wave. Listen, I had to leave my computer on for a whole day. <laughs> <laughs> to download dog at least and one pray, or and two. pray don't nobody call and, the house and, phone and pray don't nobody call the house phone and pray that they don't cancel cuz you know you can cancel the mm-hmm. songs you're sharing yep so the other yeah. the other person the other yeah, person exactly. I'm downloading exactly. so if they cut that off man it's bad 
I'm just sitting there with 50% of a song, <laughs> and I can't even listen to it. And I, and I got to wait till he get back hey, online to finish downloading people, it. People like, would never know that struggle. Nah, like, like needing all the things to fall in line. Like, you, it's it's not just you. It's not just the house phone. It's hell. Oh, man. I, right. I do miss it, though. Right, right. You, the, those songs meant so much yeah. more. But even, even before that, too, like, I would go... Um, to the record store with my folks though mm-hmm. like my mom she would take me to uh, Rasputin's early on uh, Berkeley um, I think or I think it must have been San Leandro, San Leandro. Or, or Berkeley I can't okay. quite, I can't remember too well but it was before that it was a store down the street from me um, it was on uh, Bancroft it was called T.Y. Uzi wow um, they were this old tape shop it's over where Egg Roll Kitchen mm-hmm. is at now Man, it was like two, one or two doors down. Wow. I used to go get all my tapes. Wow. E- E40, everything. short dog, everything, everything. Um, and so that that was like a treat for me. Yeah, you know, having my folks take me to go and get the new and latest stuff. That's amazing, yeah. man. And then how um, earliest influences uh, musically? How early would you start? Which could you go like, damn, I really, I really vibe with this, like on a different level? Because I know we have, we have the people we fool with. Mm-hmm. But then there are those people that we discover that, nah, I want to kind of mold my sound or my mm. style mm. after them. How early mm. do you remember? Do you remember the earliest inspirations? Yeah. I mean, I mean, of course, it, it, for me, it always started with a lot of Bay stuff, mm-hmm. Bay artists. You know, I mean, it's my home. Yeah. You know, so that that kind of embody or I kind of I don't know. It, it really I don't know. The music kind of like spoke to me in a different way. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? What what we were doing um, versus everybody else. Like it, it wasn't quite East Coast. It wasn't quite like L.A. Yeah. Like gangster. It was rap. its own thing. Yeah. It was its own thing. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of I really ventured outside of that. I mean, for me, I would say early on, I listen I listen to a lot of Pac. Yeah. Um, and even outside of Pac, man, uh, Timbaland and Magoo. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, Tim, that's such an underrated moment right there right. when that album dropped. Right. And that whole moment from Timbaland and Magoo, mm-hmm. Genuine, Missy, Aaliyah, everything that came from that camp is like, it really did shape sound for yeah. a minute there. Those, that, those fucking did. hi-hats and everything Tim was doing. It did. Tim and Missy, the production double, The double yeah. time, Absolutely. the swing yeah. on his stuff. Like, man, what, what Timbo was doing, that really spoke to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, early on it was him. Um, well, then, damn. that's I'm sorry. Uh, uh-huh. You saying that, because you said Pac and you said Timbaland and Magoo. With, even with Pac, was it, was it, for you, was it was it Pac himself? Was it the music? Was it a combination of all of it? Were you hearing the music or were you just hearing Pac? Cause I, I, think think I, I think at the time I was hearing Pac. Okay, okay. Yeah, at the time I was hearing Pac, I just like what he had to say. Absolutely. I like what he was speaking about. Um, I mean, even, even outside of Pac, I, I got an early glimpse of uh, Nas, too. Mm-hmm. Um, man, my mom runs a daycare. Um, she had this uh, helper that used to stay with us. We had a guest room downstairs. Uh-huh. So when she would leave, I would go downstairs and, like, go dig in her CDs and stuff. <laughs> she had, like, all this other stuff that I wasn't aware of, uh-huh. you know, because, like I said, I was heavily influenced by Bay music. Mm-hmm. But, man, she had, like, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Where was she from? Um, She was from Oakland. Oh, she was, she, from, yeah. was she just older? Yeah, she was a little older. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, She kind of opened my mind up a little bit Absolutely. as far as uh, the music goes. So that introduced me to a lot, a lot more music. Yeah. And then, of course can't forget about the box can't i mean when the, the box, box when the box hit the box no people don't talk about the box people don't enough. talk about the box enough yeah i used to call into the box did you did you ever get anything played is the question yeah i did did you i used to have to sit what? and wait for hours hours because the backlog would be so crazy yeah your vi- you would think like oh your video get played in next 15 minutes no, no. sometimes it'd be like two three hours two, three hours and i w- and i would sit there for like two hours waiting for my <laughs> joint to get played but yeah the box that had a, that had influence on me that that ex- kind of exposed me to uh, everything everything yeah. e- even more r&b absolutely so i was getting like absolutely. swv and acts like that that's what was cool about the box because it was every genre so there it was would be everything like, there would be rock songs that got requested mm. religiously that you knew by a default because mm. I turned like I watched the box before school, mm-hmm. after school. Like right. I just would turn it on. Yeah. So I remember one day getting in uh, one of my teammates' cars 
and the mom was playing like Dixie Chicks or something. And I knew the <laughs> I knew the song, That's but crazy. it was because of the box. Like right, it, right. they had played it. Right. Um, but that was the first place I saw DMX, mm-hmm. um, uh, Onyx. Right. Like a lot of my first were the box. The box. So now that that's I'm glad that's, you said that's that. Dope. That's a, that's that's a moment, man. Um, yeah. Then, or so for you, I'm guessing this is like middle school. We at right now? Yeah, it's like middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in like sixth, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Eighth, you know, going into eighth grade. Um, student wise, what kind of student were you? Um, man, I was a class clown. Were you? Yeah, I was a. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I, I was a class clown, man. Um, uh, I, I was astute, though. I mean, I, I I came to learn, but you know, I, I mean, I was a kid. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? We we all kind of, you know, slack off from time to time. But I, I made sure I get my work done. I made sure I got good grades. Yeah. I made sure I was studying for my tests. Um, I, I think for me, I, I was always a a, a quick learner. Um, like I, I, I never really, for me, I, I felt like I, <laughs> I was somewhat of a slacker, mm. but I made sure that, you know, I did good on a test. Like I wouldn't study throughout the whole semester. I would wait till like the end and just cram and just everything. Cram, yeah, yeah. But then, but that was, that you was know, your, that was how your I, process. That yeah. was my process, you know, and how, and how I would get good grades on mm. my tests and stuff. And people are like, man, how are you, <laughs> I had this one friend, I was in high school he used to tell me, uh, this is around when they had the sidekicks. Mm-hmm. I was on the sidekick, man, nonstop. Always. On, on AIM. AIM, yep. He Away was, messages was was life back he, then. He would always tell me, he's like, man, I don't know how you passed that class, bro. <laughs> he said, every time I seen you, you were on your phone. <laughs> he said, you know how hard I study and how, how hard I tried my ass off in that class, and I barely passed. Damn. So that was just me. Damn. You know, I just, I'm just quick. I was just quick. What it? I mean, like being an adult now, because just reflecting, I reflect on a lot of shit, and I was I was similar. Like whatever was gonna keep me eligible for hoop, like I just get it done, right? You know, and right, so, right. but I don't I don't ever remember trying wild hard like the other kids did. No, you know, um, no. so just trying to reflect and trying to figure out what that was about. You know, I think what broke it open for me was when they talk about like how little of our brain capacity we actually access like how much yeah. how little we use right. i was like damn well what if i could kick it up to I, what i think it's something silly like five percent that right. we actually use yeah so what if we could kick it up to like 10 mm-hmm. or, or you know or 12 or, mm-hmm. or 15 and, and that and just like damn we i think we i think i might be capable of a whole lot more um so it really wasn't until my senior year of college where I actually started trying. I was like, oh, shit, I'm good at this school <laughs> shit, you know? Right. Um, but that was like, I was done with hoop and all that, and I was like, damn, I really, I really like that feeling of like, do like just doing the work. Yeah, being um, being accomplished. You, you, get a, you get a sense of uh, feeling of being accomplished. Like, yeah. man, I did that. But it, but I'm so I'm so twisted. Like I needed it to be on my own terms. I didn't right. want nobody telling me, <laughs> "Yeah, you got to read this." I, I think that's what it was for me too. Yeah, you know, because like I said, when I studied, I studied hard. You know, but yeah, I got the teacher barking at you. You really don't. You really don't want to hear it. You know, you kind of <laughs> do things on your own terms. I, I definitely understand. Yeah, I, I'm fully with you on that. And you, where'd you uh, where'd you attend high school? Uh, I went to Bishop O'Dowd my first year. Okay, um, that was back in 2013, and then I transferred my sophomore year to San Leandro High. Okay, um, which is where I graduated. Um, I'm sorry, I said 2013. I, I was, was like, 2003. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, then I transferred to San Leandro and I graduated 2007. Okay, yeah. class of OC. Yeah. yeah, and we we talked about that briefly. All yeah, the yeah. all the homies and comedy. Right, yeah. right, and, right. You, and you did hoop at San Leandro too, right? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, yeah. I, I was like I said, I didn't really take it too serious. Yeah. I mean, I was on varsity for my senior year, but I didn't really play. Gotcha. They were already stacked. They were that 07 class yeah, was that 07, loaded. That 07 oh, class goodness. was loaded, so I just kind of fell back. I'm like, you know what? I'm just not gonna go to practice. I'm gonna go do this other stuff over here, and then, and then I was making beats around oh, that time. Okay, okay, right. I, I was even before that. I was into clothing, gotcha. um, graphic design. That's what's up. 
On you, um, had, you had figured out how to like computers and shit. You yeah, had figured it out. I was, That's man, early. I was big. I, even before high school, I was a big nerd. You was on it man, early. I used Damn. to play. I used to play video games on the computer. I used to have these buddies. I used to try to make. Uh, they called them modifications. Mm-hmm. So they would have a base engine for a game. Yeah, and you would just take it and tweak it. Put your own characters in it. On guns, maps, and stuff like that. So I was really kind of nerdy. Bro, you next level nerdy. (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) So I started off doing that, and then I got into um, clothing and fashion. That was my big thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I used to collect uh, Nike SBs. What what inspired that? Uh, Man, I just, I don't know. For me, I I was always... um, I don't think I always tried to be different. I think that was just naturally in me Absolutely. to just go another path. Yeah. So, man, I was going to school. I was already into shoes before that. Mm-hmm. I mean, even early on, I remember I used to have flight posits and phone posits. And I used to always have the Jordans oh. when I was younger. <laughs> like, you know, I was a little spoiled. Yeah. You know, moms used to lace me with the J's. But I think I just always tried to figure out a way to take it a step further. So high school came around. I was doing some research. I really liked dunks. Yeah. Dunks were in, yeah. in oh, high yeah. school. SB, yeah, all day long. So then I was like, man, they have skateboarding dunks. I'm mm-hmm. like, what's this about? <laughs> <laughs> so then I kind of like, you know, dove went into, crazy. I went crazy. Which, uh, what, what was it for you? What was what was popping back then? What was it? Uh, not nice kicks. What was it? It was nice kicks back then. Oh, uh, websites. Yeah. Oh, for me, it was a uh, soul collector. Soul collector. Damn, was, you were on soul collector I, early. I, ISS forums. Yes, Ooh. man. I've I've been a member since two thousand and three. That's that's something to be proud of. Yeah. I don't care what nobody <laughs> said. That's something to be yeah. proud. of. And they just recently <laughs> shut down their forums too. Yeah. 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 So I was on there, man. I was, they partnered. They've been through a bunch of different ins- installments since then, but. Uh, I had a one of my really close friends from college was their mm-hmm. graphic designer. Um, shit, she got there. She got the Soul Collector in twelve, I think, mm-hmm. and and was with them all the way through with their partnership through Complex dope, and all that stuff. Dope. So yeah. Oh man. Okay. So, but you said you said you were on the beats mm-hmm. as early as what ninth grade? We think in there. Uh, no, I was a little later. Okay. Um, I was on the I was on the shoes, and I was also. You know, trying to ha- – I was ah, – I'm getting tongue twisted. Mm-hmm. I was working on my own clothing line. So I was doing graphic designs and Photoshop, yeah. um, getting stuff printed up, screen printed. Yeah. Um, so that was from sophomore to junior. Are you selling stuff or this is one-offs for you? Uh, I was selling it to the homies. Okay. Um, it was one-offs for me. Um, and then eventually I got into the music and that kind of like – What was – but what was – I guess – to pry a little bit what Mm -hmm. was the what was the thing that kicked that though to go all right i got this fashion shit figured out i'm figuring out the the computer technology and shit like i want to make music now what was the inspiration to start making music um i don't know it was just it was just very innocent man Mm -hmm. it was it was with a with some homies um i don't know you familiar with tree Oh yeah, Tree Thomas. Oh yeah, uh, we yeah. played uh, AU together. Right, right. So he transferred to San Leandro in senior year. So yeah, because he was Skyline. Yeah, yeah, he was at Skyline. Mm-hmm. So I, I was tied into a lot of the Skyline cast. But man, we started. I don't know. We just you know grew this friendship, this close connection we had. Uh, we started making beats. I, I'm not sure what quite started it. That's <laughs> that's interesting. I'm gonna have to ask him next time I see him. <laughs> But we I would, just was uh, with Tree and Raj was that last week. Oh, really? We were working, yeah. That okay. my, that's my dog, man. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah, so we started making stuff on Fruity Loops, um, and his dad is a gospel singer. Mm-hmm. So we would go into the garage and go write raps <laughs> and, and go record and stuff. Um, like I said, man, it was just all innocent. Yeah. You know, um, I, I really don't know what kicked it off. I think we used to, I think we probably would freestyle, uh-huh. and, you know, play around and stuff and shoot these little videos and mm-hmm. crap so and then from there what's the next um what's the next uh, uh the next evolution for you into becoming this fucking wizard producer like how does it i'm, I'm only asking because for it to be just innocent and right. then you to be making the shit you're making now it's like <laughs> it's it's because it's motherfuckers that try yeah that literally have their whole life like yo i'm gonna be this be that yeah yeah that can't make the shit that you make bro. right like, that shit's crazy to me <laughs> i appreciate it man uh it's funny because i don't know like I said, I, I just always tried to take things to the next level. Absolutely. Like I said, with the clothing and the shoes and stuff, I was always trying to 
get not really one up on people, mm-hmm. but man, I was just always trying to charter and un you know in, in different waters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think for me, it was I, I just really dissected everything. I mean, I had to even go back and revisit some stuff. Like I mean, because I grew up listening to hip hop, obviously. Yeah. But with the change in times, um, you know, the sound changes too. Mm-hmm. So you know. Me being in uh, middle school, grammar school, I'm listening to, you know, all this stuff on the radio. And, you know, at the time, it was, I guess, I, I don't want to say it was premature, but mm-hmm. it, it was the it was the golden era yeah, like, yeah. Of, of hip-hop yeah. and rap and R&B. But, man, as the times changed, the music changed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mid-2000s, you know, we listening to this hyphy, to this crunk, mm-hmm. this um, snapping music, yeah. you know, so... Like, I had to, like, filter all of this, like, stuff out as much as I liked it, you yeah. know? I mean, because that's what we're kind of, like, trained to do. Absolutely. When we listen to the radio all day, it's like, you know, they beat it in your head. To, mm-hmm. and, and you're supposed to listen to this this music. So yeah. I had to I had to kind of, like, step away from that and, and go back, man, because I think, I think it was junior, senior year. I'm like walking around the school, bumping tribe, mm-hmm. um, reasonable doubt. Just trying to, just going back. Just yeah. going back. Yeah. I'm like, because I, you know, of course I knew who Jay Z was. I mean, I had Blueprint on Bootleg yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. it first came out. Yeah. Cause the homie was at school going crazy about this Blueprint, Blueprint, yeah. Blueprint. But man, I didn't know about the stuff before. I, yeah. See, I, I, I didn't, I didn't really realize like it was okay to go back and listen to. <laughs> Isn't, that Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Right? Yeah. I didn't know it was it was possible. It yeah. was okay to do that. I thought you just had to consistently listen, go forward. Yeah. Go forward. So yeah. man, I just took a step back and revisited a lot of old stuff um, that I actually ended up falling in love with. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I think that's where the transition went. Just man, just being a student, becoming a student, um, admiring uh, producers that I've um, that I've listened to over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually, for me, built the foundation for hip hop. You know, for for you, that sound. Who would you say? I mean, Pete Rock. Yeah. You know, D- DJ Premier, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Um, Timbaland, as yeah. I, as I mentioned. Yeah. Um, and then you get into like the newer generation, kind of. But I mean, for me, is would be Jay Dilla. Absolutely, I mean, that's that's like my go-to. Like, yeah, he's like he's like one-stop shop for me. Absolutely. I mean, he kind of took from everybody and kind of embodied like hip hop um, on on a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of bridged the gap. And then out of that camp, you got cats like Ninth Wonder, absolutely, um, Crisis, yeah. uh, Knots, you know. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so that's 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 what kind of that's what that's where I kind of headed I headed with it, you know. Yeah, it kind of took me into the direction that I'm going in now. What um, some from all that because my my introduction to you and Z is is just because uh, and well, let me go back. I grew up a huge fan of Q mm-hmm. um, and his teams at Tech, like. They were everything to me, and then the, and then him playing for the Rebels. I grew up a, a soldier's kid, so it was like there's always this rival, but you always rooted for him, right? Because he was just the man. Um, and then his stay at at the at uh, at UNC, um, and so just just the way the internet works, I'm see I see y'all names, but it's I'm, it's because I'm following Q, and I'm just like, and then me, Kels and I got close. That was probably like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a show together, and he's like, "Damn, you nice! Mm-hmm. Like you nice!" And so we just stayed. <laughs> we stayed hella cool, right? Right. And so then I'm seeing your names there, and I'm just like, just trying to make sense of it all. And then Chris is like, "Yo, you heard soundtrack and Z?" And I'm like, "I don't know what you. I don't know. I, I think maybe you know." So it was yeah. like this really cool uh, six degrees of separation type shit, where it's like, "Oh damn, the Bay is really small. Right. It makes sense that right. y'all would be tapped into those dudes who are amazing." And then for Chris to be like, yo, this is the dope, dopest shit I ever heard. It was like, it's a really big deal. So my introduction to y'all is rather late. Is there, is what did I miss prior to, um, what have, what, what has come out before that I, that I, that I may not have heard? I'm honestly not much. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm not that late to the no, party. No, no, no. Okay. You okay. kind of, you kind of like got, you, you kind of got in the door, like right on time. Right on time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. I mean, 
Well, for me at least, um, I don't know about Z, but I was making beats like by myself. Yeah. Like literally, like I would not play my music for anybody. I was. Were you were you just not sure? What was it? Man, I was just I wasn't comfortable. Huh. I mean, I mean, I liked it. Like a few people heard heard my stuff. They mm. they thought it was dope. I'm yeah. like, it's not. It, I don't think it's. I don't think it's there, but they loved it. And you're comparing it against and I'm Dilla comparing and all it your against favorites. the greats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. like, man, this shit is not it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I gotta go back to the drawing board. Like, and I've done this like ten times over. Uh-huh. So that was me, you know, just being. Uh, to myself in my room, you know, with records all around, going chopping up samples yeah. and doing all this stuff. And, you know, finally I, I think I linked up with Z probably two years ago. Y'all only been rocking for two years? Two years. Damn. Yeah, I linked up with him and we were playing stuff at the stew. How what how what was it somebody's session? What was it how did it happen? Well we well our collective is one day soon, uh-huh. um, which is put together by GQ. Okay. Which is who we were just talking about. Um but basically, it's just a group of it's a collective of uh, creatives. Was um, Q working on something? What what made everybody come? What was the what was the incentive for everybody to get together? I guess. What? Oh, they bought a studio. They rented a studio out, okay. um, which okay. was after hours. Okay, um, it was out of San Leandro. Um, and I think he was working on a project at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. He was just. I think really he just wanted to get some creative people together from his city. Absolutely. To kind of like have a you know as a branch yeah uh, you know under this umbrella of what he was doing yeah you know which was Gemla yeah um so I think that's where it started um because I met him through a, a mutual friend mm-hmm. came to the crib he seen all the records he like man what you doing with all this I played him some beats he's, he's like, like man I'm about to call Q <laughs> he said man I'm gonna tap back in with you next thing I know he at my house I'm playing beats for him <laughs> he like what you doing tomorrow I'm go- I got a studio session he like you coming <laughs> I'm like fuck yeah, I'm coming. Shit, I fucking packed up my MPC and walked. And walked. Yeah, well, came to the studio, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where it was at, and that's where I met Kells. Uh-huh. That's where I met Q. Well, I knew Q beforehand. I met uh, MBs, which mm-hmm. is uh, engineer. Um, I met Boom, who is also a producer. He's done projects with Kells and White Dave. Got it. Okay. Boom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. 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 He goes by Boom Boom Cheese. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, and then Islo who's also been working with Kells extensively for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, Z, Z was there. Wow, man. And we were just playing stuff, and he like, yo, what's that? What's uh, what you, what's that right there? What you what you got? What, like, <laughs> And then I'm hearing his shit. I'm like, man, what's up? What's that? <laughs> I'm like, how you doing that? Like, <laughs> so, you know, we just was picking, we just, you know, we, we became fans of each other. Absolutely. You know, we started picking each other's brains. I mean, he was, he was doing a lot of stuff uh, with MIDI. Yeah. Um, keyboards, you know, he's really real, getting very there musical. And yeah, yeah. And then on me, I'm just bare bones. I'm just like sampling drum breaks, <laughs> sampling Man. chops, records, and he's that's like, it. Call it a day. Loops. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, and he's like putting bass lines on. He's like, man, that shit dope. I'm like, no, yeah, that's dope. I like that. <laughs> I want to do that. So we just kind of uh, fed off of that, and shit, that that brings us to to the day. Just you know, damn, workshopping, just feeding off each other, man. I, what the, they say, iron sharpen iron, right? Absolutely. So I mean, that's that's really this case. And, and so, that that was gonna be my next point because you don't let me. It 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 is very rare um, for whatever reason. There's there's different variables that make it what it is, but. It seems to me the more talented the person, the less ego involved. So they're more inclined to go, nah, fam, your shit is hard. Like, and not really <laughs> think anything of it because you're not really insecure about right. what you think, believe you're bringing to the table. Right, right, right. Um, I do find that there's this middle tier of, of people that allow their insecurities to get in the way of just being honest like man this motherfucker is nice like right. just say it you right. know and so to to hear that part to to think the world of Q already um as an MC to think the world of Kells um I've listened to that that uh White Dave project with with Boom so I know he mm-hmm. that that producer's insane right um and then you guys together it's it it makes sense that everyone would go Let's just fuck around and do something together, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it me it really really is special because I think what we're seeing right now 
is the resurgence of Cruz. Where mm-hmm. you think about the success that TDE is having all the way up and down their roster now. I think J-Rock was like that last piece to really have a moment. And he's right. having a moment right now. Right. Uh, you said it with Jamla already. Um, everything that Gambino and his entire crew are do- is doing is like insane, not just in music, but in TV and film and all these different yeah. things. And so we're seeing the success of the crews and the, and the working together. Was that something that was talked about or was, again, was that organic? Was was the was the One Day Soon stuff just like it just became a thing? It just kind of just became a thing. Wow. Uh, it was very organic, um, very, very innocent, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I won't I won't I won't keep badgering you, but I, uh, uh, what no, uh, cool. as far as have you thought about big picture um, for you and for for you and Z or for ODS, like have you thought about like future plans? Or are you just really enjoying the moment right now? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, we we trying to short sort some things out on the back end. Yeah. Um, to turn it into more of a thing. Yeah. I think it's right. Like it, I feel like it's still very innocent right Absolutely. now. Um, but it could become bigger than what it is, yeah. and I think it is bigger than what it Absolutely. is. You know. Um. Not even you know bragging or anything like that, but it, it, it's something special. Yeah. You know, and and I feel like we're in the we're in the right position to to take advantage of it. You know, so we we really gotta pull pull it by the horns, mm-hmm. you know, right now, um, because you know we could take this whole thing for granted. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I feel like I feel like it's something. You that's know? that's amazing, man. Yeah. Well, I um, I, I became a fan instantly. Um, the y'all IG is probably my favorite thing going because it's just it's just it's just cool to see, like. Like damn, I know them, man. Like that's that's kind of how I'll be watching it, basically. Uh, but uh, I much much success, and thank you for being on the show. Uh, and you, we talked about it off the air. You haven't, you're not familiar with it, but the, essentially the premise is, um, I wanted to document my own journey and mm-hmm. what's been happening. Is um, I've along the way, I've just met really incredible people, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, like, <laughs> I, and and I always have these thoughts of like. I think about that whole Brooklyn movement with Spike Lee and all those actors. I'm like, damn, dude, did anybody think to document that? And um, I remember moving back being like, yo, the Bay's about to have this golden era type moment. Right. And it's like, damn, I want to document it. What would be the truest form to my own voice? Right. And the podcast platform thing really opened up. And I told Chris about the concept. And he was like, dog, you should do that. So yeah. essentially, this is my version of documenting this moment. Okay. So. I do believe y'all entire crew is really a, a integral piece um, of what is happening here in particular. So thank you for being on the show, man. Most definitely. Sir. I appreciate it.